Hello and welcome to Dear Franny, the podcast of uncommon conversations about love. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. So this is a little mini, mini-sode, and I just wanted to pop in and record this episode quickly because there's just something that's been on my mind and it's about the standard that we use to judge who is and who is not a good partner for us. And this is something that whether you're single and you're hoping to meet someone or whether you're in a relationship with someone, this comes into play because when it comes to romantic relationships, there there there's nothing as triggering as they are. Um, there's nothing as potentially, um, you know. Uh, I think like that's such there's such a catalyst for real growth and self knowledge because you learn so much about yourself in terms of how you relate to other people and the different parts of yourself that relationships bring out in you. And there's nothing like an intimate romantic relationship to really bring all of that to the forefront. And um, I see this a lot and I know this for myself, you know, when I was single and I was looking and I was trying to decide, you know, who was a good fit for me and who wasn't a good fit for me. And I see this with a lot of people, whether I work with them or not, who are single and who are looking for love. You know, it's really easy to get attached to that list and to that idea of who the person should be and how that person should be. And when you're in a relationship, it's also easy to do that with your partner to get attached to an idea of how your partner should be and get frustrated when they're not being the way that you think they should, quote unquote, you know, should. Um, The shoulds are something that really get us very tripped up in life in general, but certainly when it comes to relationships. And I guess what I want to say about that is if you're single and you have a list of who you want to meet or you're putting together that list, um, or if it's whether it's written down or it's in your head, I would just encourage you to make sure that you are going through that list and you're really asking yourself with real honesty and really taking some time to reflect on everything on that list and asking yourself, why is this important? Why is this important? Why is this important in the context of my relationship? And it's a really powerful question because sometimes there are things that we expect from another person or want in another person. And when we actually ask ourselves why it's important, the answers don't always stand up to real scrutiny. So I'll give an example. You know, one thing that I hear a lot from women is they want a guy who's tall and there's varying degrees of what tall means to certain people. Um, shout out to my friend Corinne Kaplan, who if a guy's less than 6'3", he's short. So if you're a 6'2 man, you're short in Corinne's book. So if she wants a guy who's 6'3 and above. Um, some people say 5'10", some people say 6 feet, but whatever it is, you know, that's something that I hear a lot. There's a lot of heightism in dating. And I always say, I'm like, okay, well, tell me why. I ask that question. Why Why do you want someone who's tall? And usually the answer is, well, that's that's just what I'm attracted to. I'm like, okay, well, but why? And just going deeper to really get to what's going on there. And typically, if I ask why enough, it usually comes down to something like, well, you know, I always just assume that, you know, a man should be taller than a woman. It's like, all right, well, why? Right? And asking yourself, why does that matter in your relationship? What is that about? Is it about 
And I know this is a superficial example, but this is something, this is an easy example because it's something that's so common. And oftentimes it comes down to women feeling like, well, that's a tall, a man being tall, they equate that with a man being masculine. And if they feel they want to be with somebody who's masculine in that outwardly projected way, because then that makes them feel more feminine. And then when I pose the question, well, what if your goal was to be so grounded within your own femininity that whether a man is tall or not tall, or he's perceived as being super masculine or not is, is irrelevant to how you feel about yourself. And for some women, that's a really life-changing query because then you then it turns from, okay, I have this idea in my head that I should be with someone who's a certain height. And then it goes to, well, maybe the most powerful thing I can do for my life is to become so grounded in my own femininity that it's irrelevant. And it doesn't mean that you're going to end up dating a guy who's 5'2", and maybe you do, and maybe he's your actually your soulmate, right? Or one of your soulmates, because I don't believe there's just one. But the point is, whether it's something that's superficial, whether it's something that's even deeper, like, you know, if you want your partner to be somebody who is really good at at, um, remembering milestones and or maybe your love language is your love language is gifts and you want to be with somebody who gives you gifts but maybe your partner that's not their love language and maybe they aren't inclined to give gifts because that's just not the their natural way of showing love right and so it's very easy to get stuck and and to judge people because we want them to show up in life in a certain way but it's actually very selfish to demand other people show up in a way that conforms to what you want, particularly in the context of a relationship, because relationships are about the two of you and it's about a give and a take. And obviously, I'm a huge believer that you need a baseline of respect and you need a baseline of 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 kindness and you need a baseline of connection if you're going to be in a romantic relationship with someone. Otherwise, to me, what is the point? Um, but when it comes to a lot of these other things that we get attached to, you know, I mean, I'll just give a small example. You know, I gave my boyfriend a hard time the other night because it was Saturday night and we went out to the movies and he was wearing like t-shirts and shorts and flip-flops. And I was like, we're not going to a pool party. Why are you dressed like that? But really, what does it matter, right? I'm dressed the way I want to dress. So if he's wearing shorts and a t-shirt and flip-flops, like, that's his business. He's a grown man, right? And so it's very easy to to always be projecting what we want and how we want to be perceived onto another person. And it's really dangerous because not only do you diminish another person, but you also cut off your own opportunity to have a deeper connection that's based on what you and your partner are actually bringing to the table in a really fundamental way, in a more connected way. So if you are single, I encourage you to make sure that you're really asking yourself and really reflecting on the deeper why, your real why behind what you are seeking in another person. And if you're in a relationship, I will challenge you to just ask yourself, what are the ways in which I'm judging my partner or wishing them different? And maybe some of those things are 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 completely fundamental. And maybe some of those things are values-based. And maybe some of those things are about 
the respect and the kindness and maybe the, uh, those things might actually be deal breakers, but maybe those things are things that it's actually, well, maybe my job here is to become more accepting. My job here is to become more understanding. My job here is to learn how to communicate my needs better. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the work that you need to do. But I'm, I'm very much a believer and an advocate and us asking ourselves empowering questions and being very Uh, honest with ourselves and developing that self-awareness and that ability to reflect because we have so much more power than we think we do. And when we start to blame other people or expect other people to show up in the world in a certain way, that's going to conform with what we think is comfortable or what we think is, you know, how they should show up, then that's actually very disempowering because we're giving away our happiness. We're giving away our sense of connection. We're giving away our, just our peace of mind to an idea of what someone else should do. And if we focus more on what we can do and how we can go deeper within ourselves and how we can become the people that we want to be in the world and see in the world and show up in the world as the kind of partners that are conducive to having the relationships that we want, that is empowering and that is going to lead to so much more fulfillment. So that is my rant today. (laughs) It's really, hopefully, like I said, I'm all about empowering you and empowering myself. I mean, I say this for myself as much as anyone else because it's so easy to get stuck in our heads and in the shoulds. And that's not where real connection lies. Real connection lies in a deeper place. And it's a place of acceptance, self-acceptance, acceptance of other people, and really co-creating. I'm always talking about that with my, with my clients, the importance of really seeing yourself as a co-creator of a relationship and not looking to another person to show up perfectly and, you know, as this ideal thing, and then we get to be with this perfect person. No, it's all about us co-creating that relationship that's going to be fulfilling to both of us. And that is how I see love and relationships. And that is what I want for you. And that's the work. So rant over. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. I will be back in a couple of days with an interview with my friend, Julia Armet, which I'm very excited for you to hear. And it's going to be a really good episode. It is a really good episode. I already recorded it. So looking forward to that. And um, I just would, as always, appreciate it if you're enjoying this podcast to take the time to rate it and to review it and to let me know what you think of the podcast. You know, I, I love those five star reviews. (laughs) and you can reach me on all social media. I'm at Dear Franny and you can stay in touch with the podcast at Dear Franny Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. But me, the podcast, I mean, we're pretty much the same. Um, (laughs) Thank you wherever you are in the world. I don't take for granted that you're spending some of your time with me today and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Until next time.